0: you podcast you were oh what uh, what did you say <laughs> sorry Sorry. Right. no no what'd you say um, I was gonna ask if it's like, is there a video portion too, or is it? just, okay. nah, I, I I just
1: I, yeah, I I I just take the audio. It's fine. But uh, all right. So I'm here with my friend Jackie from the Callous Cowboys, and you're in another band too, right? You're. I remember you telling me this. You're in a a band. I,
0: it's more of just like a a side project I kind of work on sometimes. Sure, if you can call that a band. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's called Godsend, though. It's really stupid. And for stupid people,
1: I'm sure it's not stupid. Uh, uh, nothing you do is stupid It rocks. so you rock you you rock. so so uh, uh before before I get into the movie portion of this, i'm I'm getting a little bit better with the the introing. I say this before every every episode, but uh, this is the juice um to podcast where i talk with musicians my friends and other musicians i look up to about what their favorite movie is and this is a weird one because i'm doing for october all sequels but before i even came up with that idea when i approached you about it your pick was a sequel regardless i'm curious cuz it changes yeah. like the way that stuff happens like with with any kind of art that i consume i'm always like uh, this thing's my favorite today and then tomorrow it's, you know, but, but there's still ones that I hold in high regard where I'm like, I have a default. This is my favorite band, my favorite movie, even if like on, on the day, I feel more strongly about something else, but you you kind of stayed steadfast throughout this. It's evil dead too, right? It's evil dead too. It's, it's
0: definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. It's my favorite movie to just watch, like, just when I want to like feel comfortable and like, just have a good night but i i totally feel you on like the like your opinions changing like by the hour because i'm like that with a lot of other shit um especially movies um i was thinking about my pick being
1: mandy that's a cool pick will will especially since this is a sequel month and i i literally say this to every guest because i've never done an episode i mean I've, i've only done like 15 or so, so far, but like everyone right. I've done has been my friend. So it's like, of course we'll do another episode. So of course we'll do another episode. I would love to do Mandy. That is honestly another vibes movie. This is a bit of a vibe, vibe more vibe than anything. Vibes. Like- Cause at, at first I started to, when I first started to do the pot, I was like, all right, let me quickly go through the plot. And that becomes a little dry. I trip over my words a little bit. Um, and then I was like, all right, I pivoted to something else. I couldn't even really go through the plot of this uh if i tried i mean i guess i could i i guess i could it would be really short it would it's just very be very like, simple you know, yeah 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 um so mandy's kind of a same thing where uh i very specifically remember lending the blu-ray to my brother-in-law and uh he was like that that wasn't a movie that was just like like a vibe pretty much um yeah. and that's kind of the same thing with this but all right what's I I want to get into it right away, right off the hop. Um, th- this I just watched, uh, rewatched Evil Dead Two last night. Um, after watching Jason Goes to Hell, I feel like I'm really transitioning from summer to to fall as of the last week or so. Um, and kind of like I first got to know you when we did this first, uh, this first of many tours that our two bands did. Um, and you are you you are the kind of like person that that just like i i saw you you were wearing a, a hellraiser shirt a you're 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 a horror merch guy which i kind of am too um it just, if i wouldn't be if it didn't go so damn hard It it really does so with with me that started at a really young age i'm curious where your your relationship with movies in general but i feel like I kind of almost want to center this around horror. I don't know. You've named two horror movies as your two favorites. I feel like that might be your genre of choice, but I'm going to let you speak for yourself. Where does your kind of relationship with movies start as a kid?
0: So, like, the earliest memories I have are just, like, going with my mom and my brother to, like, Hollywood video and just, like – Walking around all the aisles and just like looking at all the covers, especially like going through like the like the horror sections, I would always be like super freaked out. Yeah. Like I remember seeing, um, I think I actually remember seeing the cover of Evil Dead too. You know, with the, the the skull with the yep. the real eyes. Yep. Very yep. upsetting, even today. And as a child, oh, it, yeah. was, it was just I I couldn't handle it. But um, yeah, me and my brother would always rent uh like PS2 games or whatever from
1: places like do. that.
0: And maybe just pick pick a movie to rent for a little movie night.
1: When what and what was, age what what age did it start for you? I feel like uh, it, it, these type of movies are perfect for like nine ten year olds, kind of to just totally. start I was, sneaking. I
0: was gonna say when I was like around that age, um, I watched a bunch of movies with my mom. Like uh, one of her favorite movies or two of her favorite movies were um, uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Cool. Um, uh, still my favorite Wes Anderson movie even though it's not it's like objectively not as good as some of his other ones
1: it's up and, there for uh, me. it's
0: just fun and uh Little Miss Sunshine was a big one for her too I remember seeing that one
1: okay so so she's a bit of an indie uh indie drama dramedy type of uh type of person she's
0: sort of it she also loves horror though and I I definitely saw a lot of um movies from that as well uh like do you remember um fuck, what is it called um I think it's called like darkness falls or something and it's about the tooth fairy
1: oh okay this this is one of these i I, i'm glad that you you brought up a movie like this because that this is exactly why i wanted to kind of center this around horror with you and and i like that you brought up the hollywood video thing because that's kind of the same like gravitate towards that horror section and kind of just look at these covers and i remember I think that's literally the name of the movie. Yeah, Darkness Falls, and I very much remember this cover being not, like, super scary, but I think one of the images on really? the back. The image on the back, that's what it was, this guy wearing a mask type thing. Um, And I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like a fucking nightmare. Have you yeah. seen this movie?
0: Um, I haven't. If I did, it was when I was, like, seven years old, so I don't remember shit about it. I was probably fucking sitting with my
1: hands in front of my eyes. This but, um... this actually I'm looking at stills from this thing and it's funny like I I absolutely remember this cover but uh it's a 2003 the stills look kind of horrifying but it's a PG 13 um yeah all right this 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 is on my radar now um but yeah no I absolutely so so you're kind of browsing uh browsing the video store kind of taking it in and. When when does Evil Dead Two get put in front of you first?
0: Um, honestly, not until like I think it was like six or seven years ago when my friend Will showed me for the first time. Cool. Uh, cool. he's also into a lot of weird movies. Well, not weird, but like you know, of this horror type. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed me the Blob, like the '90s one.
1: The freak that that, fuck out. that is that's in that uh genre of goo movies that like it's not quite as memorable as like the thing or the fly but when you watch it it's pretty fucking good good be i love i love the blob yep have you ever seen the original i haven't
0: seen the original i've seen the remake
1: it's fine the the, the original is fine the The remake is it's like i said it's, it's one of those goo movies that rocks yeah people um, are just melting and shit yes melt that and Dude. that that's a genre in and of itself melt movies like goo movies yeah, melt yeah. movies You ever see the stuff the the killer ice cream movie i have yeah yeah that movie rocks um and that that is kind of adjacent to this type of thing where it's like uh it's it's like goo and blood and gore and that's like we were talking earlier about how it's a vibes movie that's kind of it's it's different I wrote down, I I write down notes while I'm watching it all the time. And one of the notes, I'm not looking through them right now. I'm going to, I'm going to, when we get to a a different, like later on, I'll, I'll look through them. We'll go through them. But, uh, I I wrote that, like the movie was like relating it to music was kind of like a bunch of riffs where it was like, let me just show you a bunch of cool stuff that I know how to do. And that's, that's kind of like, it's a vehicle for Sam Raimi to kind of just like, do a bunch of cool camera stuff all the special effects people to to do the weird blood stuff all all this kind of stop motion stuff it's almost like a highlight reel that yeah yeah it's and, it's, it's, and it's it like rocks. a highlight reel it's it's awesome so six seven years ago this gets put in, put in front of you uh have you seen did you see the original before that or the, the original the first one
0: no i actually saw um i actually saw evil dead 2 before i saw the original
1: Okay, I feel like a lot of people. It is the because the second one's the one where it's it's kind of like people say Evil Dead Two is kind of like a little bit of a a remake of the first one or whatever.
0: Yeah, um, I would bring that up, like um, especially in like the first like act, it kind of just like goes over the same um, like beats of the first one, but like really fast.
1: Yep, yep. It's like we, wasting no time. Yeah, 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 yeah. less characters waste no time. There's no like kind of like settling in i i think that it's like the four minute mark where it's like you're just flying right off yeah the
0: you're just already in there
1: um and i i guess for any for anyone listening who hasn't seen the evil dead one or two it's it's about a haunted it's about a haunted book you say a little say a little spell uh brings a curse and and uh these spirits haunt and torment and prank whoever they're around essentially
0: and just like play such awful practical jokes on them,
1: yeah uh, again one of one of, one of my notes was that these 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 spirits are pranksters, um but all right, really six, awful.
0: they have a sense of humor
1: six six seven years ago, this gets put in front of you um and and like you said it's it's oddly a comfort movie for you now, which I feel like these kind of movies can be, especially something like this that's so short um but all right, how many times? Not how many times, but like since seeing it, it's become your favorite movie. Uh, what was before this? Like you said, you had a friend who kind of kind of threw you into this. What came before this, other than kind of the the indie drama stuff?
0: Um, I, um, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it. I guess like I had a really like base interest in horror. Like I loved like Insidious and all those movies. Okay. Uh, like uh, like Sinister. And like, kind of like the big, like the big budget, like blockbuster horror the, movies that were coming out. I think I saw um the remake of the Evil Dead before I even saw this one.
1: Okay, that's like, that's when I haven't seen uh that 2013 one. I haven't seen that, but oh, it's so good. I, I I always forget that you're you are just a little bit younger than me too. So you're growing up kind of in this time where like like how old are you right now? I'm 23. Okay, so that's like six, seven years ago for you is I'm thinking six, seven, six, seven years ago for me is 23. So right. for you, it's 16. So yeah, it's like 18, 17. kind of like the exact, right. The exact age where you kind of just delve a little bit deeper into this kind of stuff. And honestly, that makes sense for, uh, like you said, insidious, sinister, this stuff coming out, you're still in high school. You're going to see this stuff in theaters. Uh, I assume, um, or it's just yeah, coming I- out, whatever.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing the, the Evil Dead remake when it came out in uh movie theaters.
1: That's and I really so, loved it. that so like I said, that one is like completely off my radar. So you've seen you've seen the first two. Did you see this newest one yet? Uh Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Yes, and I really, really liked it. Sick. Sick, um, yeah. I, I want to talk about that for a minute uh, for a minute a little definitely. bit later too. But uh that it's yeah. So so you've seen the first, the second, have you seen Army of Darkness? Yes, I have. Okay, that's Absolutely. another one where I haven't seen.
0: I think that one's like so. It's so goofy. I love it. Like yeah. the the fucking like Jason the Argonauts, like stop motion skeletons.
1: Like that's it, the, it. Doesn't get much better. The end teases it right. That's the end of this movie. Essentially teases the beginning of Army of Darkness.
0: Yes, when he gets um like thrown back in time through the big yeah.
1: scary portal. Yeah, very very sick. Um, okay, all right, so let let's just start there as far as the evil Dead and, and the, I actually do have a, another parallel to, uh, to sinister, which is, which is funny that you brought that movie up. It's just a stupid little note, but either way, when you're taking in these movies, um, do you think about when you're watching these things, do you think about the creative kind of standpoint? Like, this is the question I always ask art versus entertainment and, and horror generally is like, a weird blend of the two on the surface. It feels more like entertainment to people kind of on the outside of it, but to people a little bit more on the inside, it's especially something like evil dead. That is uh, so, so heavy with the, uh, the, the kind of effects work and the camera work and people like who love the movie really cling on to that and, and love to bring that up. It's like the creativeness is something that is important. Um, when you're watching yeah. movies, is there any kind of, thing that in your brain that triggers like oh this would be there's a music musical adjacent thing to this that like sparks some kind of creativity in me
0: i definitely think so like um the way um like sam raimi directed the evil dead movies is there's just like so much style that like really kind of like almost become a trademark
1: OK, so I see I see what you're saying. It, it's like and, and kind of Wes Anderson ha- kind of has the same thing where it's like you're thinking style more than anything. Like uh, and and that's kind of the comparable there where it's like when you sometimes you hear a band, you hear a riff, you know, you know, oh, that's this band. And, totally, and so yeah. when you see something on screen or or it's something that's influenced by that, so you see something on screen that becomes like a trademark of Sam Raimi you think, oh, this is either, you know, heavily influenced by it, or this is a Sam Raimi thing that I haven't seen. And I guess that kind of like that's something that in the back of your head, like as a musician, I'm sure, you think, what are my like trademarks and what are the things that I'm trying to uh do consistently over and over over the course of every release with whatever project I'm doing.
0: I know what you mean by like um like taking influences and like trying to sort of emulate it. Yeah, because like I have like tendencies that I notice in myself that I pick up from other artists. I borrow a lot from like, I don't know, bassists like Nate Newton from Converge. And
1: you mean like more in style of playing or, or stage presence, that kind of thing? Stage presence and kind of both, honestly. Gotcha. Like um, gotcha.
0: the way he plays is just like so, I guess, characteristic of him. Yeah. And like the music that he plays in Converge, I think I see that and I'm like, okay, I can I like that. I'm going to try to work that into my own shit. Right. And um I think the process of filmmaking is like definitely similar in that way where um directors can see like movies from the past or like movies from directors they admire and like see a technique they use or like an effect that they particularly like and they're like, okay, this is this is what I can work with or something I don't
1: know. it's, it's I don't know it, it absolutely makes sense it's the uh i don't know if it was bergman if it's bergman who said it or if i've just heard him say it uh because he heard someone else say it but the the uh if i see something that i like i'm gonna steal it that that exactly, idea yeah. essentially uh and you do that with enough people and you take enough like I like what this person's doing. I'm going to steal a bit of that. I like what this person's doing. It, it almost like molds your own kind of individual self, you know?
0: Yeah, like taking influences from like a whole bunch of different sources and just like kind of making your own thing of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, ultimately the question we, we went off on a little bit of a tangent, but, but kind of came back to it where ultimately the idea is uh, when you're watching stuff, it's not a direct like like you 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 get the the idea of the question but it's not a direct like I see something in a movie and I see how that can directly affect my music. Well, you do do flyer stuff a lot too and art stuff like that. I guess that would be one yeah. one thing that and I've even seen is kind of horror influence to a certain extent or just just influenced by like this kind cool. of this kind of imagery, you know. Yeah, just like dark and like kind of
0: spooky bloody gory i like um i like finding like old screen grabs from like fangoria sure and i see something and i'm like okay i can i can take that
1: yeah and that's that's like exactly
0: or show flyer or something
1: that's so that's one of the things that i love to like that i love to ask people in a roundabout way where it's like what what are you pulling you know, from movies that you put into something musical. And that's like a perfect example where you're pulling imagery, horror imagery and, and putting it into art that's used for music essentially, which is kind of fucking sick.
0: Yeah. And like, it's a lot of uh, show flyers. I design are for like metal, like hardcore, that sort of sphere. And I'm like, I want to make something that's as scary as that as scary like, as loud rock music.
1: And it's the 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 comparable between like heavy music and horror is i feel like kind of it's it's gonna be something that that is just infinite like forever i've heard it as a young kid and i felt it too you know just growing up clinging on to heavier music and also horror at the same time and seeing the parallels um whether it's like more uh more upfront, like a band like the Black Dahlia Murder, who is like, it's in the name, it's in the lyrics, it's in all of the imagery, or it's just like the visceral feeling that, you know, a band like, you know, a band like Death is like, they're not, I guess they did start out with kind of more horror type stuff, but as they, you know, aged out of that and started to get a little more like, uh, a little like, for lack of a better word, deeper with with kind of the lyrical yeah, stuff.
0: like more introspective if if you will
1: yeah yeah it, it, exactly they you still even if the lyrics are you know str- straying away from that like blatant horror type uh type thing it's still like you hear it within the music and like that feeling that you get when you hear heavier music it's like it's the same weird feeling that you get when you see something gnarly On screen and for what it's worth like that kind of a lot of horror does dig into that more introspective type of thinking anyway whether it's some kind of analogy for something uh or it is just like a little bit more a, a little bit less gory a little bit more haunting you know what i mean
0: yeah i think people call it like elevated horror.
1: that is that that's the that is the term that's the uh for sure for sure um but all right so enough about music evil dead so 6 7 years ago you're 16 17 your friend shows you evil dead 2 um your relationship with this this is the first of any of the evil dead movies or no you said you saw that remake first probably right yeah but that was that was longer ago so when you first see this does it, it immediately does like your head did your head kind of like come off your body and spin around you're like this is fucking sick um and you go down a rabbit hole immediately
0: kind of like i he put it on and like i didn't really know what to expect because obviously i haven't seen it Mm -hmm. um but like since it starts so fast and like it's going like at such a high rate um i can like get into it like way easier than a lot of other movies because I'm like, sure. okay, I'm on board. This is like, a, a lot of cool shit is happening very fast. Yep,
1: yep. No um, setup. Doesn't even give you the time. Hooks you immediately. Think. Yep.
0: Um, and um, just sitting and watching it and like, one of the things I love the most about it is like how it didn't take itself too seriously.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Well, for lack of a better term,
1: in in lieu of the plot thing that I used to do, now I just ask people like. Give me your three favorite things about this movie, whether it's a part, whether it's something about it. And I feel like that's kind of one of the things, like you said, doesn't take itself seriously. That's kind of one thing off the bat that is, I don't know if it's one of your three favorite things about it, but that's something that jumped out to you immediately, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. I would definitely say it's one of my favorite things about it. Um, I think Bruce Campbell's, like, physical comedy in this movie is just unmatched.
1: I, I had, go ahead, go ahead.
0: He's just like, he's just so funny.
1: I, all I had means. I I had a note written down that uh I, I'm pu- I'm pulling the notes I'm pulling the notes now uh what was what was my note about Bruce Campbell in general uh oh he's got a little bit of Kramer in him for sure it's a little it's a little kind like, of like <laughs> him it's it's yeah. a little bit if Kramer got cursed by uh, uh an evil uh twisted um a little bit of a funny spirit um you know uh these that is
0: my favorite episode of Seinfeld is when he gets it's the Necronomicon <laughs> well
1: so so one of the things that you like about it is that it doesn't take itself too seriously great do you have any other uh give me give me one other thing that you that you really like about it um I love
0: like this sounds like such a base level compliment but I love how the movie looks like, sure. the set pieces, like, the the whole cabin itself is, like, perfect. And a lot of the shots are really cool, too. Like, one of the ones that sticks out particularly particularly for me for some reason is, like, when he's trying to leave in the beginning and, like, the bridge is all, like, twisted and fucked up and broken. Yep. And, yep. like, it pulls out to that, like, ultra-wide shot of him on the other side, like, screaming. And, like, it looks like... Like a set, but oh, yeah, it, it, really good. It looks like a good set.
1: Yeah, I I wrote down. I have a little note for this. I wrote down scary bridge because it does look pretty scary.
0: It is a, a scary ass bridge,
1: and, and I know what you mean. Where it looks like it almost looks like a uh, a Tim Burton world type thing. uh Yes, yes, absolutely. And the the cab, like you said, you like the set pieces. The cabin itself. I I know for the first one. They just went to a fucking cabin. They wrote a script with the the place in mind. They're like, oh, we um we know a place, so let's write a movie around this. That kind of again, it's like it's like a song with a bunch of riffs, and the riffs are all sick. It's like, let me show you what I got, kind of thing. And then I I I forget exactly what happens in between one and two, but I know there's a little bit of a gap. And I think Raimi tries to get something else made and it's just not happening. So he goes back to this evil dead well where he's like, I can do this better. This is, the the first one was, uh was entirely financed by either his dentist or his dad's dentist and someone else. One of those things where he's like, I'm very good at what I do. Um, I need startup money, essentially. This is an investment for you. And, you know, yeah. a, a dentist is a perfect job of, you know, that sounds like someone that's got a lot of money and maybe doesn't know what to do with it. So, you know, I think that two is another one where it's like, uh, again, financed by, because I think at this point, one made its money back. I I think that it's again, financed by either the same people or at least the same idea where it is very, very, uh, low budget. And they just stretch that dollar a lot. And same deal where it's like, we are going to a cabin and we are just going to work for, a month or 6 weeks or however long the shoot was um it's how many crazy things can we do with this cabin it's you know? it's kind of, yeah and and like to bring it back to the idea of uh all of these just things are different it's it's like a highlight reel it's kind of like going to uh, going into a studio and recording a record and, and, you know you have the outline of what you're going to do but all of these all of these things happen uh while you're there that things get tweaked things get changed you collaborate on certain things other people have different ideas i imagine it's something like that while i've never been on and i wasn't on the set of evil dead 2 i imagine that's the kind of vibe you know
0: i definitely think so
1: um and as far as the set pieces themselves uh want to talk a little ne- necrom- necronomicon with you um so before getting introduced to evil dead 2 this little book is this is this something that you recognized at all because i feel like this is well i don't feel like i know that this is something that is um especially this iteration of it is kind of uh portrayed in so much popular popular pop culture stuff like i feel like i'm sure there's a simpsons episode where this evil dead book shows up. I was literally watching Jason goes yeah. to hell last night. Um, and uh, the Necronomicon is in it for some reason. Um, and I was actually going to search this real quick. Uh, but yeah, does, is this something that you uh, was on your radar before the movie itself? Seeing the movie like, itself.
0: It was kind of under my radar. I've, I'd heard of the Necronomicon by name, like just in like other like, tv shows and like other media and whatnot i thought it was just kind of a general idea of yep. a haunted book i was like okay clearly that's the, a necronomicon is a cursed book right and then i watched the evil dead uh remake and i'm like huh i guess they i guess they're doing that trope
1: yep yep
0: and yep. Then, uh going back to seeing evil dead 2 for the first time i'm like is this where i think this is where it came from yep i'm not sure if that's is it where the Necronomicon, like, so, is that where the so, it was first originated? I'm not so, sure the, the lore of the book itself.
1: So the Necronomicon is literally a made up evil book by H.P. Lovecraft, and uh, it's like yeah. some something that he. I I think it's in a couple of different stories. You ever read any H.P. Lovecraft? I actually haven't. I, I, had, I I'm very really bad at reading. Like, I. I've got a couple of books, especially just because you're a horror person. I think that you might, especially the H.P. Lovecraft stuff. I know that he's not like, uh, it's one of those things where he as a person has not aged very well. Um, but the, there is some real good, especially short stories that will, he paints a picture really well. And that was kind of one of the things where it's just, it's, it's essentially a textbook of magic or a haunted kind of book, essentially. Um, and this was the first, I don't want to say the first, but this is definitely like the most famous uh, physical iteration of it where it's like you look at it and you're like, oh, that's the book from Evil Dead.
0: That makes sense because it kind of like really put a spotlight on it that it didn't really have before that.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. And to, to bring up my little <laughs> my little thing, uh, uh that i was gonna uh bridge to sinister there's the little bit in sinister that is uh vincent d'onofrio on the zoom call where he's essentially explaining to ethan hawk like you got a bagul problem he's like he's like in his little <laughs> he's, his, he's yeah, in his library yeah he's this is this is something that that i constantly especially with these type of movies me and uh me and jeremy we 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 call it kind of the vincent d'onofrio bagul problem kind of trope where this is kind of the 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 start of it where it's like the the uh on tape when they when they pull into the cabin and uh Bruce Campbell's like what is this uh real to real what what is on here and and it's kind what of it? a a voice that's warning it's kind of got that Vincent D'Onofrio you know oh you look, you might have a bit of a necronomicon problem going on here
0: yeah. um
1: says the curse and then uh you know the spirit haunts his girlfriend and we're off to the races. Um yeah I don't mean
0: no, but the evil dead are rising. <laughs>
1: um so, so you what's what's kind of your vibe on the rest of the evil deads like you, you saw the you saw the that original remake uh you've seen the original uh I'm assuming you've seen two more than anything, right? Yeah, definitely. How many times have you really seen this thought. thing? yeah
0: um fuck overall i it's got to be somewhere around like i don't know 15
1: sure makes sense especially because it's just like like it is it's like 84 minutes um what do you think of this new one
0: i loved it um i think it's i think it's a real breath of fresh air and like the like franchise it um it's completely different like it doesn't revolve around like the remake or the the original trilogy at all it's its own it's its own separate thing which i like um that's what i was hoping for and um i thought it was really fun uh the like apartment complex that they were in made for a really good setting like especially stuff like also getting affected by um the necronomicon problem yep and uh i think it just uh kind of revitalized it in a in a really cool way. I think they could I think they can go a number of different directions off of it.
1: Yeah, I am I am curious where this goes. Like, so I'm I'm exiting out of my dark no, I'm I'm opening a new tab. I don't want to forget about Darkness Falls. Um <laughs> uh okay. Evil Dead Evil Dead I'm I'm just gonna search. Evil Dead twenty twenty four because I am very curious if something's kinda something's coming sooner than later because i do feel like this is the perfect all right uh the 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 first two and this remake are set in this cabin army of darkness is its own thing and then ash versus evil dead is its own thing which i know nothing about i know absolutely zero about it do you to be you have honest, i don't
0: i haven't seen it
1: okay great uh so we're both we're working with the same deck of cards um yeah we are but I, I do feel like right now, this is the perfect kind of vehicle for, uh okay, let's just do this in a different environment. Let's do it in a different setting.
0: Yeah, totally. Like, the cabin was fun and all. uh The medieval times were fun. Let's go to an apartment. Right, yeah. right. Like, if they can do that, then they can do so many other different ideas. Like, what if we had the Necronomicon uh, when it was, like, fucking, I don't know, 19... 19- 92 or something cool like
1: that i don't know well you know you know what the you you bring up 1992 the year of my birth and i think you know what i think when i think 90s a lot of people think a lot of people think 80s when they when they hear this word but i think mall when i hear 90s and i kind of think that this could do the same kind of thing uh that that uh dawn of the dead that those type of movies do where it's like all right we're doing a dawn of the dead in the mall we're doing one in like a you know give there's me a an, lot of different places it can go yeah give me an evil dead in the mall um i think that that would be really really great
0: yeah totally i like they could be showing they could be like you know how some malls have these little like art exhibit things so oh, yeah like, yeah they could yeah. do yeah. like a halloween exhibit with this scary book of the dead on display and someone reads it
1: and it's the real necronomicon i like yeah, that i like that a lot then
0: all the demons are hanging out in h H&M. and i
1: like i like that a lot um be fun we're so bad we are as you said we are so back we're so uh, fucking back it's you know we're doing so we're we're doing something where we're 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 using this we're using this zoom thing and because one of us is using a phone i was like uh we're going to be able to figure this thing out but we did and it rocks and we are we've never been more unstoppable
0: we've never been so back
1: <laughs> so all right let's do this let's go through my notes really quick um before we do that give me Give me one last, because you gave me two things that you really like about Evil Dead 2. One of them is how it doesn't take itself too seriously. I think that's great. And I think that's something that shines through with like, you know what? I think it's like a pretty good, uh, it's something that reminds me of your bands. Where it's like, the you guys don't take yourself too seriously, but that isn't to say that the quality of what you're making isn't there.
0: Yeah, it's not like diminished by that fact at all. Yep. Like it doesn't yep. make it any like less I don't know, respectable. It doesn't make it any less good. It's just different. Like it's just it's just silly. It's it's goofy. It and is. you know what? That is that is more than okay.
1: And just it's more because, than okay. Yeah, and just because Evil Dead 2 is goofy doesn't mean that it's not, you know, in and of itself scary at times or like really really impressive when it comes to some of the uh any of the kind of uh bloody uh effect work or the any of the camera work it's one of those things where i i like that as a a direct comparable to the way that i look at your band so i like that you that you said that that rocks yeah
0: Um, like i like that it had fun and um as my as my dear friend uh weird al yankovic once said uh dare to be stupid (laughs)
1: <laughs> second second episode in a row yeah. that, that we're talking a little weird al um so that rocks oh, fuck yeah who's um, talking about weird al before uh do you know do you know mike Moynihan at all i don't think so mike Moynihan is in a band uh he was in a band called hollow earth there's still a band uh he's in a band called strange magic he used to sing in shy hulud when he was like younger than you are now oh,
0: um, oh shit okay
1: yeah, he's he, he rocks. Um, but his favorite so awesome. his favorite musician is Weird Al. Period. So, uh, that's so that's awesome. it's great. It's great. Uh, so, um, second thing is that you. What was the second thing you really liked? The first one was that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like
0: how, how the film looks like visually? Sure, the style. Great, but great style. That's a good. That's a better term for it
1: yep 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 I was trying to think of the best way to word it um and I was also searching in my brain for what you said um so give me give me number three anything a favorite part of it uh anything
0: I I think the a lot of the scares are really unique in a really fun way like uh when all like the decorations and like the like the buck head on the wall like starts coming alive fucking like laughing at him and shit and he goes crazy
1: I that, think that's awesome.
0: That I think that's an awesome head. Yeah, that that so damn buck, good. Yeah, and um, I guess, but beyond that, I think it's really fucking awesome that he cuts his own hand off and he replaces it with a shotgun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was gonna say the shotgun's in one hand, the chainsaws in the other, right? But he. Yeah, the chainsaws in the other hand. Yes. Yes. Uh. And, and I believe, I believe he says groovy is what he says, right?
0: I he, he say groovy and it's the coolest thing in the world.
1: <laughs> that that's, that's fair. Um, okay. All right. All right. So let's, let's go through, let's go through a couple of my notes really quick. And then I'm going to ask you some questions. Um, okay. all right. All right. Uh, let's go through them. Let's see. Necronomicon. Cool book. Cool note. Scary bridge. I already cool. talked about, I already talked about that. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. I, uh, I started the movie and I, I was eating a cinnamon bun and I, I finished it in a hurry. Because, I do want to watch yeah. I, it's a gooey, messy food for a gooey, messy movie. I'm curious, are you, uh, your, your food habits while watching movies and if for something that's like gooey and gory like this, do you stray away from anything?
0: Not really. Um, I can I can handle seeing a lot of like gory movie scenes or whatever. Sure. While I'm eating, it doesn't really affect me because I, I can I can I can tune my brain to be like, okay, I'm not eating guts right now, even right. though sometimes I am because I'm not a vegan. <laughs> but uh,
1: the like the consistency of food sometimes fucks me up depending on what I'm watching or uh, my one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite stories about my friend, one of my friends watching a movie. You know what that movie Mass is? Have you ever have you ever heard about this movie? No, I actually haven't. Mass is like a, a small indie movie from I don't know, maybe four years ago, and it's just about like uh the parents of uh a school shooter and the and that and the of one of his victims' parents in a room talking, and it's like harrowing uh-huh. and really quiet and like devastating. And my friend goes, "Man, I feel like a real piece of shit eating popcorn during this movie." <laughs> <laughs> so one one of those things where, while that while it's not directly that, because this is a movie that you eat popcorn during the cinnamon bun thing, I was like, "This is a little too this is a little too familiar in terms of just the consistency." <laughs> um, but yeah, I get it. I, I I get what you're saying. So it, it sometimes really I'm strange. able to tune it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's a little bit of a controversial note that i've got i like the setup Ooh. for one better i
0: i i respect that
1: i i and, uh i think it it's, definitely takes more time that's what it is it's i i like a movie especially a horror movie like i grew up on these like of the of the big horror guys like uh, and by uh, by guys i don't mean directors i don't mean uh i i mean like the 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 guys themselves freddie jason michael yeah. myers uh, are you, do you have a, do you have a favorite of these guys or is, is there any, uh, do you like, cause like you said, you're a little younger getting into horror and the, the stuff that's, as you're, as you're growing up, the stuff that's kind of being thrown at you is the insidious the conjurings, uh, you know, that kind of thing, the sinisters. Yeah. Um, but is this eighties, early nineties stuff on your radar at all too? I know how I say,
0: a good portion of it is I I like uh I like a nightmare I'm street a lot. And I love the second one and the third I love the first three in the sure. in that series. Um I haven't seen as much Friday the thirteenth, even though okay. um I think those movies are fun.
1: Sneakily They're, the um, most sneakily the most consistent of all of those of that like big three or four, where it's just I, like movie to movie, there's no real bad ones other than maybe the fifth one, which actually is very bad. Um but a lot of these ones, like they take, they give you a kill in the beginning and then it's like, all right, we're going to chill out for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, we're, Even we're, we're like more like
0: 20. A, a false sense of security and right.
1: build the go, world around you. Yeah. We're going to go to camp. We're going to spend a night there. Maybe, you know, uh, we're going to tell campfire stories. That's the thing that I like in one where it's like, Oh, we're hanging out at the cabin. I see yeah, myself it's, it's here.
0: more or less normalcy. Right. Right. And um, it's, I think um Evil Dead 2 relies on you already seeing and being familiar with the first one.
1: It helps. And so, okay,
0: you already know what's going on. Here's a here's some some crazy shit.
1: Yeah, even if you even if you haven't, it just kind of throws you into it regardless and like I I love I I love that it does that, but I'm like I'm sitting with my cinnamon bun and I'm like uh, we're 4 minutes in and we're flying already. So I got to just like finish this thing real quick before I uh you know bef- before anything bad happens but just Brief a little in, controversial in. controversial take that i wanted to uh, uh that I did, that i wanted to uh throw out there uh okay new evil dead note okay. uh new evil dead does a good job with the book the book the way that they do the necronomicon in the new evil dead kind of rocks i guess it was just a thought that popped up a lot that. um i i agree uh just a couple of weird notes uh head Ramy Cam. Oh, yeah, just the Ramy Cam rocks. Um, no plot, just love vibes. Yeah, so. uh, <laughs> love this bridge, even though earlier I put scary bridge. Um,
0: <laughs> you came around on it,
1: yeah, yeah, I really did. Uh, oh, uh, here's 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 a question Is this a remake or is this just the second time that Ash has brought someone to this cabin?
0: I I think it'd be really funny if it was the second time he just brought someone back there, like, expecting figured... nothing to go wrong.
1: <laughs> right, but, yeah, um, yeah.
0: I think, um, in all honesty, it kind of feels like a retcon of the first one where, it, like, it seems like it's his first time there at the beginning of sure. 2. Sure, oh,
1: yeah, 100%, 100%. It definitely is.
0: Um, so I consider it more of a remake in that sense, but yeah. the idea of it being a direct sequel is just also hilarious, so.
1: Yes, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, with that, from now on. Um, all right. Uh, stupid. Uh, a couple other stupid. I watched it on Tubi. I put Tubi ad break. Chainsaw foreshadowing. That's great. Uh, we okay. shout out Tubi real quick though. Shout out what? Shout out Tubi. Oh, Tubi kind of Under- rocks. It kind of rocks. rocks. If you can sit through a couple commercials, uh, there's a lot of free stuff on Which, there. You Which know, I can. I, I like having a little breather every now and then. Yeah that it's it's not so bad especially for a movie like this
0: yeah such an extent this this is becoming a commercial for tubi let's let's go on
1: (laughs) so i put just a couple more little notes blood shooting out the attic that's the stuff i think that's my favorite bit in the movie yep
0: it's just a big wave of blood
1: i think that's kind of my favorite evil dead 2 thing that's my favorite thing in this movie other than maybe the chainsaw, but that's a little, you know, uh, everyone, everyone, you know, loves the chainsaw. everyone loves the chainsaw. I'm, I'm pulling a little bit of a deep cut, a little, a little B side is I love the blood shooting out the attic. Um, all right. One last note, I think two notes. The most, the most thing to happen. Do you think, like, what? imagine. If happened to you. Oh no, no. Uh, uh, well, that's, that's actually one of the questions I have for you. Um, uh, so is this i I mentioned it's a bunch of riffs right is this riffs or is it actually one big guitar solo
0: i think it could be one big guitar solo because it really builds up to that last um like big portal opening everything going to shit
1: yeah you know that could be
0: like the big the climax of the of the solo you know one
1: one hundred percent um and then my my last little note is uh still never seen army of darkness perfect ending though. Um
0: yes, I I was I, I forgot to mention the ending it was one of my favorite things about it. It is just so good and it's what i like it's one of the things I remember most about my first watch because I wasn't familiar with um Army of Darkness before seeing it. And so I was like, "Well, that's a crazy fucking thing to happen." Yeah. Like, that's not what I was expecting at all. But I'm immediately hooked and on board for whatever comes next.
1: Yeah. Yep. I, and, and Remy did Army of Darkness as well. Yes, he did. He definitely did. I just, did, yeah. it's just one of my little Remy blind spots. And that, I, I have some stupid questions for you, but I do have one more relatively serious question, which is your relationship with Sam Raimi in general, outside of Evil Dead stuff, where, where are you at with him?
0: Obviously, it came first with the, uh, the Spider-Man trilogy. Sure. How old I are you a...
1: how How old are you when when these are coming out? Spider. It's two thousand four is the first Spider-Man.
0: Fucking four years old. Let's see. It's two thousand two, so you were two. Oh but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think. But the... I think two came out when I was four.
1: But um, okay. I think
0: I watched those a little later.
1: Obviously, well, when you're when you're like seven, Spider-Man, like the that that makes Spider-Man sense. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that, those were my first uh, Sam Raimi movies without even realizing, and uh, when I when I figured out that he directed those after seeing like The Evil Dead and stuff, I was like, "Huh, oh, that's that's actually kind of crazy that yeah. he would just go on to direct like a, like huge like Marvel movies and shit." And I think it's really cool that he did that. And um, I think other than that, uh, seeing like Drag Me to Hell
1: that feels like in the same vein of that was his kind of like, all right, let me do, let me do another horror picture, please. Totally.
0: And, uh, I honestly think that movie is really underrated. I still like it,
1: especially for it's, for it's, you know, and it's no offense to like that genre, uh, that, that not genre, but that, that wave of horror of that time. Cause that is like, you know, that first conjuring movie rocks. That's like 2009 but you know it's that that universe of movies is a little um it, it's just like there there are little things about it that that are easy to pick on um so to see to for dragman hell come out in 2009 at kind of like the start or kind of getting towards the height of that it's a nice little break in um it's it's a little diamond in the rough really uh yeah. that's just a little different
0: yeah it's like especially like comparing it to like insidious and sinister and all like the conjuring universe movies it feels like a little different you know
1: it's it's meaner right
0: a little meaner it's a little bit more cruel and uncaring
1: yeah yeah so so spider-man evil dead uh drag me to hell anything else uh anything else of ramey's on your radar um because i know he did you know it's it's funny his his trajectory was I'm gonna pull up his filmography right now but he's he's got an interesting little uh little filmography as a director and even just as a writer and working on other stuff too because he worked on like worked on the hudsucker proxy wrote that i think which is pretty interesting um mm-hmm. but okay he 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 went through a little bit of uh between the the horror and genre stuff because after army of darkness he does the quick and the dead have you ever seen that
0: I haven't. I I honestly haven't seen um much more of his stuff besides the ones I already talked about. Um I to know he did.
1: You. No, go ahead. No, you're good. To be fair to you, you've you know, even seeing Evil Dead Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, the Spider-Man. That's still 6 7 movies. It's still a lot cuz he's just too. got a couple quiet it's dramas. Good. He's got a couple of quiet dramas in between here quick and the dead which is again that's a little more of a western it's it's pretty cool i uh, got a, a young leo in it which rocks uh simple plan which i think is one of the it's quietly one of the best thrillers of the 90s it's it's kind of like do you like fargo you simple plan? plan it's called a simple plan oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Dis-
0: disregard okay what were you saying
1: have you ever seen a simple plan i haven't have you have you ever seen fargo
0: i actually have not i've i've wanted to though because everyone says it's really good
1: that's my like that that's my like default like if you had a gun to my head and i had to pick a favorite movie i'd probably go fargo um gonna i'm gonna remind you for the next couple weeks just like hey you should watch fargo especially as it gets colder i'm gonna text you out of the blue every once in a while um but a simple plan is kind of quietly like a perfect like a perfect second movie in a double feature with fargo it's like such a nice quiet uh crime thriller um but yeah then he does the you know a couple more quiet dramas including a baseball movie then he does the spider-man stuff Back to Horror, which dragged me to hell, and then some weird big stuff. The Oz, the Great and Powerful, Wizard of Oz prequel, and then the uh, uh, Doctor, Doctor, Give Me the News, I Got a Bad Case of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and the other, the other quick note is between Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, it's Crime Wave he did, which is an interesting movie that is written by the Coen brothers and directed by Sam Raimi. Do you know about their kind of connection at all?
0: I actually didn't know there was a connection between the
1: three of them. They were all roommates uh, for, like, oh. like, basically growing up. Um, I think they grew up kind of near each other, and then they all moved to New York City. And uh, the apartment that they lived in was, I believe, uh, the Cohen brothers. Francis McDormand, who is married to one of the Cohen brothers. Uh, uh, Sam Raimi. And I think that's it. I think there was a Holly Hunter kicking around there somewhere. But um, so there's some weird stuff there where it's like, uh, Sam Raimi is involved in Hudsucker Proxy, which is one of the weirder early Coens, and then, uh, they do a movie together in the '80s. Um, that's like I feel like kind of your vibe, crime wave. But it, you know, it's fine. I uh, but it's 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 a cool little. It's a cool little piece of its time, at the very least. And then the other one that might be on your radar is Darkman, which I don't know. Uh... Well, this one's already scary. Darkman's it's like a it's like a superhero antihero kind of thing. I uh, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the biggest superhero guy, but you know whatever. I mean, yeah, it looks it it, uh, it it is a thing that people like. Um, all right, let me so let me get to the stupid stuff. let me let's me let let's let's ask you a couple stupid questions um all right what is your favorite demon prank
0: oh shit um well i think being dragged through the woods by trees would be really scary
1: yeah
0: um i also don't want to be laughed at by my furniture (laughs) are you talking more a demon prank in a general sense or in the movie
1: in the movie in the movie
0: Okay. Because I don't know many other demon pranks in real life. But um I think those two stand out to me. Sure. Um the whole blood flood from the attic.
1: Yeah. That one rocks. That one rocks. That feels like less of a awesome prank man. and more of and more of a uh like uh more more of just like a really hostile action.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that could be pretty much any one of these.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um it's it's just like your classic uh water bucket on the door prank but just elevated
1: right, right. to a whole nother level right
0: <laughs> um, i think those are my favorites um i like that the hand I like being i
1: a- i like that as an answer um okay if you were a demon give me a prank that you would pull that's not from this movie
0: Oh, okay. Uh shit, I got to think about this for a second. Just going based on I can do anything I want.
1: Yeah, I anything. Would, You're a demon, you can literally do whatever you want.
0: I would turn all the electronics on. That's cool. And play Fuck oh, oh, help me out here. What would be funny to play? What would be funny oh, to play on every TV the, in the house?
1: <laughs> the the go-to funniest thing to play in general is yakety sacks i think I <laughs> that. That. And you can't turn any of them off
0: and they go on for years and years and years that would be my prank that's not and a good one that's the most i came up with on the fly
1: <laughs> no that's it's fair it's completely on the fly the yakety sacks thing i think i i just uh mimicked yakety sacks wrong too but that is something that i do i do it sparingly but i encourage you to do this on tour uh when someone is trying to to when someone is in a, a driving situation that is like very um, what's the right word stressful a stressful driving situation like you know one of those things where it's like hey uh, it's a drop and go today so we're in the middle of a, okay, yeah, a, a yeah. lot of traffic and and someone's like oh I see a spot I can you you grab the aux cable and you put yakety sacks on and uh, yeah
0: next next time we're loading out in the street <laughs> that's it's the perfect oh, use of that be- its Do you remember at the um at the craft house where um you had to back out all the way like through the parking lot
1: is that is that place in pittsburgh is that that venue yes. okay that that's 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 where you guys lost your your uh your demon bus that's
0: where we lost car. our wheel yeah a yeah. lot of bad shit happened that day it was a
1: weird like that that whole area is just strange because it's like that's that was the second tour in a row that we played like it's it's not Pittsburgh, but it's you know, that's your Pittsburgh date. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like a little bit of an Applebee's that you're playing. Um yeah,
0: It's very Applebee's
1: coded. There's there and there's another like the tour that we did before this. We played another place uh that was. It it wasn't the same place, but it was the exact same thing where it's like we're in rural Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh and we're playing like kind of an Applebee's. And and again, some bad stuff happened. No good.
0: No good.
1: Jurgles was the name of that place. That is
0: a very funny venue name.
1: Jurgles. Yeah, Matt found a, uh, a polo, like a work polo in one of the green rooms, and he took it and he now has a Jurgles polo that he wears once in a while. That is so dope. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But I I like your I like your demon prank. Um All right. Here's here's one that you can either elaborate on or be short with. Would you survive this? No. <laughs> you you would be taken out almost immediately or would you put up a fight? Well, I don't know. I think they would I think I could maybe last
0: like a few hours sure. at best. Yeah. But I think the pranks would get to me. Sure, and they would be ultimately be my undoing.
1: Okay, yeah, that's it's an honest answer. It's adjacent right. okay. to.
0: Oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll elaborate on this. I would avoid any of it by simply
1: not reading the book. That's a good. That's a good call. You see, you see a spooky, scary thing. Um, you avoid it at all costs. Yeah,
0: right. But if someone um read the book already and unleashed the the curse upon us, uh, it yeah. would be fucked.
1: Right. Right. But but and that's only if they see the book before you do, because if you see that book, you go, hey, guys, let's not mess around with that thing.
0: Hey, guys, there's an evil book downstairs. I definitely don't want to go read it.
1: Have you seen that talk to me movie yet?
0: No, but everyone's been saying it's very good. And I think I'm interested in it.
1: It is. It's It's really, really good
0: thing. Right. It's what? It's a big A24 joint. Right.
1: It is it is it's uh these two Australian guys directed their YouTube guys um Ooh, Australian it's, YouTube guys. it's it's pretty uh it's honestly really really good um That's cool. I like that. But I like the the, the main thing in it is there's this hand that you this and this is no no spoiling at all. There's this hand that you grab onto and you say some kind of phrase and then you say I'll let you in and this this demon that, that hasn't passed through either after life or whatever this movie supposes is kind of comes after death there are these spirits that are like ha- like kind of like left on earth and so that spirit possesses your body until you let go of the hand uh, there's you know rules Here. that are complicated enough when you say them out loud but when you watch the movie it's pretty easy but like, oh that, that makes sense um it's very scary and it supposes this very like scary demon world like this is a funny goofy demon world evil dead 2 right yes it is very goofy this is a little scary where i'm like holy shit this is fucking scary and i i have this thing where i'm like i believe that that shit either concretely exists or someone can manifest it and be like oh uh i think i'm seeing things and then it becomes as good as real you know so one of those right. things where, in, in theory, I'm like, this is fucking terrifying. But the one thing that gives me that, like... Uh, the thing where I don't have to sleep with the TV on is, well, you have to touch the hand to make this thing happen to you. I'm not touching exactly. that fucking Exactly, I
0: just would not touch the hand. That's no, as
1: simple as. I would not touch that hand, and you would not read the book.
0: Yes. I would not find myself in that situation, on my own accord, to begin with.
1: That's the thing, right? If the I, I believe that, like... You can kinda of get thrust into this hand thing by the actions of others, kinda of like same thing with the the book. Not as seriously as the book. Um but yeah. So so that's that I, I, I felt like that was a, a necessary little road to go down. Me me kind of going down this talk to me road with you. Um All right. I mean, that's kinda of all I wanted to do on Evil Dead Two. I mean, I think that it's pretty fitting that like the pod itself is usually we're 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 wrapping up a little earlier like like five ish minutes earlier than I usually do. And I think that's fitting just because the the movie itself is like eighty four minutes. It's not even ninety minutes. It's yeah, like, it has a similar pace. Yeah, yeah. We're so staying
0: true to the source material.
1: That's right. That's right. With any of the extra time that I have, anything on your radar right now, just movie wise, that you're that you have seen lately or want to see?
0: Oh uh, well, I mean I've heard good things about talking me before. You brought that up, and now sure. I will definitely be uh, more in tune to that. But aside from that, I watched uh, Skinner Marink for the first time.
1: Okay, well, that this is like a very Skinner Marink's the perfect movie for conversation because it's what's your what's your read on it and what's your what's your vibe with it because it's it feels like I generally am more in the middle. Um, just like i i see the the especially when it comes to art i'm like all right i see why someone w- like this even if it's not for me or oh yeah. you know i was gonna say something i
0: i i totally understand like the vision behind it and i also understand why it's so scary because like there are a lot of points in it where i was like yeah this i'm i feel really uneasy and freaked out but it it is also like it is the pure essence of a vibe movie, oh, where definitely. it is, it is just like, like creepy images. It's like a slideshow. Yeah, but you know, like if you can like power through that, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I had to like kind of fast forward a little bit sometimes.
1: It's it's a slog okay, a it. little. Yeah, I get it.
0: You know, yeah. but um, I I liked it. All things considered, I get it.
1: Okay, I, I think that we fall around the same place where it's like, is it your favorite movie? No, is it going to be something yeah. you like very uh, uh, eagerly rewatch? Probably not. But I like sympathize with those who think it is an absolute masterpiece, and I kind of yeah, sympathize so. with people who think it's an absolute joke too. Where it's like this thing. I can nice. see.
0: Where- yeah, the thing is, I can see both sides because yeah. it is it is truly like not a movie. Like quotation marks. But it's I'm it's a fun experience if you're willing to have the experience. I will say kinda, that.
1: Yeah, you kinda have to let the thing take you over. And um I'm always impressed with it always takes me a little while to kinda like especially a movie like Skinner Marink that is not very clear, straightforward plot. It always takes me a little while to digest what I've seen and then think about, oh, is this uh some kind of you know uh is this an illusion of that is this kind of an allegory for this that kind of thing where but i'm always impressed when someone can like you know i saw this thing in theaters with a couple of buddies and the kind of the perfect environment rainy night uh the heat was broken in the theater it was oh. just us it was freezing oh yeah, it was, in like February.
0: It oh, I, it I was say i think i sorry i didn't mean to cut you off No, no no go ahead But I will say that I think seeing it in a theater would have made it a lot better.
1: It I I can't I kind of can't imagine watching it just like I'm gonna pop on Skinner Marink right now. I mean I I watched it
0: on my TV with the lights
1: off, but I think you'd have to set the some kind of you'd have to set some kind of environment. Yeah, yeah. Um but I'm I'm impressed with like spoilers for skinner Marink. anyone who hasn't seen it um well I, I guess it's really just up to interpretation but i i'm with a couple buddies and one of them gets up and he goes that was really cool i interpret it as and he interpreted it as the little kid uh i believe it's the movie starts with the the phone call to the hospital right and yes. this this kid like fell down the stairs or something and he goes yeah that was the kid was in a coma and he's trapped in this coma um i can actually see that oh yeah no the, the second he said it i go how fucking course it is. God damn it. Why didn't I think you know, but the whole time I'm like trying to let this movie take me over, I'm not really thinking I it just it didn't it wasn't a thought in my head. Um uh, but I'm a little bit I'm a little bit like uh you know, it takes me a minute to sit with something and be like, oh this uh unless it's completely straightforward, like uh either literally happening in front of my eyes or it's like, do you get it? Or like mother, it's like do you get it? It's like the Bible. One of those mm-hmm. kind of things. Um but yeah, that's that's fun. So, *Skinner Rink was uh, something that you just recently watched that rocks.
0: Yeah, and um, on the on the kind of complete like opposite side of vibes, um, I rewatched uh, *Texas Chainsaw Massacre* Part Two, the okay. sequel from the *Texas Chainsaw Massacre* series, and I think it is very fun, and I think it's underrated. It's also <laughs> it's-, um, it's also in line with sequel month, and in line with *Evil Dead* 2 where it's like. It's notably much sillier than the first one.
1: Yep. Yep. That, I, I that
0: really lends itself well to its, like, idea and scenario and characters and whatnot.
1: And it's like, I think it's like 11 years later. I think that it's one of those things where uh, yeah. they didn't want to make it and they were just like, all right, we're going to make this thing finally. And they, because it's usually when someone doesn't want to make something, they're like, all right, we're going to take a big fucking swing. And that's what that movie does, I feel like. And... Makes it oh. a lot different, which which it I I really do love the second one. I think I feel it felt a little long the last time I watched it, but there's a couple moments that like that will stick with me forever. The radio station, yeah, in the end, up. obviously,
0: yes, when their big fucking like fortress, it's
1: yeah, awesome. The, that That Why is crazy. That? I I think it's just a thing where like people used to just as opposed to like obviously you know they didn't have the budget for the big movies that green screen shit but it's a thing where yeah. uh, uh you know it it was that's a location scouting thing where someone's like i know this fucking crazy place we put a bunch of couches and sofas like make look like a lair and christmas
0: yeah. lights and bones and shit like that and one scene of that that also really sticks out for me is um the one where uh dennis hopper where he's playing the you know the sheriff yeah. And he goes into the hardware store to buy some chainsaws, and he's like, he's taking them and he's like swinging them around in the store, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And the guy comes up and he's like, Hey, can I, can I? How can I help you?" And he's just like, he just like gets all defensive <laughs> with them, like still swinging them and shit. Yep, yep. His, his whole performance in that is like he clearly just does not give a shit, and it's so funny.
1: Sometimes that just is like the magic for some of these movies, where it's like, oh, all right, totally. we're being. F- forced to make this let's have fun with it and that and that kind of like you know an actor like that is like all right i'm making what a texas chainsaw massacre movie better have some fun with it
0: yeah i'm gonna make this completely ridiculous yeah and i think that really just adds so much to it
1: yeah 100 um dude jackie this was great
0: yeah this is so much fun i am really glad i got to be a part of this i um when you started a podcast i was also very excited cuz i know you're a big movie guy and i know you love talking film and i'm i'm just very stoked that i got to
1: well I, I it makes me it makes me feel good that we get to talk movies it is it's the whole reason i started the pod is because like and you'll you like i'm sure you notice this more and more with every passing show that you play and band that you tour with but it's like you know i feel like while some bands and people musicians are so completely entrenched in music and it's like all right this person is lives and breathes music i do feel like you you talk to someone about like this guy likes sports and it's like they've been on tour for the last two months and it's like you start talking about sports and they light up they're like it's something different yeah that's like, how i feel I'm about like
0: about something other than my back line
1: exactly yeah and someone someone you see so you've been on tour for like a month and a half and you know, someone at the house venue has an Evil Dead 2 shirt on. It fucking perks up something and you go, Oh fuck, that movie rocks. And it's like that's the whole thing I want to be like, you know what? Let's let's take people that I people that I love, uh, and and you know, musicians, something that I'm so familiar with and love. And then something that's adjacent to but a little bit different that just kinda like makes people light up a little bit, you know?
0: Totally. And I think that's really great.
1: It's fun it's fun so let's do mandy soon but this was this Ooh. was fun and we'll 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 carve out some mandy time next year um and uh you guys are going on tour with protest here on moontooth uh yes, in a couple minutes and and honestly it's gonna this pod is gonna drop while you're on tour on that tour like a pro when, when does it start uh october 13th i think in detroit that's awesome so yeah it'll probably be dropping like pretty much right around then Um, so, you know, if you're listening to this, you should probably see that tour. It's three really great bands. Probably come. it would be cool. It's going to be, it's going to be sick. Well, hell yeah. Very sick. Well, all right. I'll see you soon, dude. It's been a pleasure. I will talk to you soon.
0: Let's do it. Let's rock.
1: Let's rock. Peace.
0: Peace.